No, okay. we're not going outside. Uh, according to the outside. information that I have, <laughs> everything is okay. They were fine just two seconds. They were fine just two seconds ago, and then as soon as I started, as soon as the connection started going. Hey, I that that's you know. I had a similar sound at this end about half an hour ago, so I know I know what it's like. It's okay. <laughs> right. right, I had my I had my youngest daughter trying to chew through the banister of the stair. Yeah. And, oh no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, I'm going to bite this with my teeth. I'm like, please don't eat the stairs. <laughs> Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Um, you know, it's it's a never-ending task, the task of being a parent. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it? 20, 20, um, it, it's more than 24-7. It's, it's 25-8, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Um, how, how parents are able to get everything done that they get done is... Uh, you know, it's it, it it it's crazy. You know, what one day parenting will be classified as a as a job. I'm quite sure because, <laughs> because it's you know, hard. I actually <laughs> I actually just saw that on Facebook. They did yeah. like a poll somewhere here over mm. in the U.S. and it said that like parents that stay home and like work from their home, it's actually more of a job and more stressful mm. than parents who like leave their kids somewhere and go to work. Because um, you're always on. Oh yeah, maybe I saw the uh, maybe I saw the same article article posted recently. Yet that uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's intense because there's there's very little space. You know, with the job you yeah. can kind of take it and leave it, or a lot of people can. Everybody's job's slightly different, but. Uh, there's usually a period of time where you can switch off or you can hide away or you can do your own thing or I don't know, take your cigarette break or whatever. Right. But with the, with the, the parents, your, your radar is always on, right? Yeah. It's, it seriously takes multitasking to a whole nother level. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, it does. It also, you know, it also takes fatigue to a whole nother level as well. Because, yeah. because you'll you'll you, you'll suddenly open your eyes, find yourself lying on the couch, thinking, huh, huh, what, what, what happened? What day is it again? Yeah. What day is it again? What happened? What Why is it doing? the middle of the afternoon? Where are my kids? Oh my god. Oh my god. It's What's like going really, on? I haven't changed clothes in three days. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Um, excuse me, excuse me for one second at this end. What's up? I gotta, what's your, up? Your mom's yeah. going to put her telly on, is that okay? Is that going she's, to disturb you? My mother's going to put her telly on. Yes. Uh, well, she wants to know if she's <laughs> going to disturb you. Um, She'll keep her door open. I don't know if she's going to disturb me with that. I have no idea. As long as she shuts the door on her side. Yeah, she will. Right? Mm -hmm. She shuts her door on her side and I shut this door on this side. And, uh, okay. That's you know. what I said, but I wanted to double check. Yeah, well, I'll let you know if there's an issue. Okay. 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 Dun, dun, dun. Look at that family management, right? <laughs> family management. 
you know, I, I, I heard I, I heard you mentioned the word, uh, was it grandmother or grandparents there? Are you? Uh... Um, yes, my mother-in-law is here. Ah, okay, 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 cool. Because I was just um, thinking that uh, it's it's nice sometimes to have the grandparents around because they can uh, they if you know it can be stressful as well. But if they can take off a little yeah. bit of the pressure from time to time, it's uh, it's really useful. So. Um, Right now, I'm up in the highlands of Scotland, and I'm uh, visiting my parents. And uh, it's uh, it, it's nice for me and my partner to have somebody else who can look after the kids for a period of time, so we get a little bit of space for ourselves, which we don't normally have. So um, that's kind of cool as a little thing. Well, enjoy that for me. I'm trying, but man, my, I don't know. My youngest does not really like my mother-in-law, and she is not... Mm -hmm. She's not somebody I would leave the kids alone with. Let's put it that way. So oh. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Well, well what is? What is? But uh, I'm able to watch them. Yeah. Um, well, well, well so, rewind, rewind, rewind. What do you mean you wouldn't? You you wouldn't leave your kids with uh, your the, the the grandmother? Is it seriously? No, seriously. And my yeah. husband wouldn't either. Um, she she's just not. She's just not, I don't know. It, it's almost like she needs to be on a disability. She, um, <laughs> she just isn't, she just isn't aware. That's, that's like for, yesterday, save, the, save that I for your stand-up. Cool. I know, that's what I was, <laughs> I was actually writing a friend of mine about it this morning going, you know, I, like I was telling my husband yesterday because I left her alone. I left my one, youngest, who's one and a half years old, with her in our basement, so I was up two flights mm -hmm. doing some recording for this book that I'm that I'm working on. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, and I came downstairs, and she had a scratch on her face, and mm. she was crying, and her and her and she, the grandmother didn't know where the scratch came from, and I'm uh -huh. like, you've been down here an hour with her, mm -hmm. <laughs> like you have. How can you not know? Like there's no, yeah. there's no other room. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and so I was telling my husband this, and he's like, wow, like, you probably would be screaming at me right now if I was home. And I'm like, yeah, you know me too well. Um, and, and But it's okay, because, you know, my kids, they love her, and I'm always here. But it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. She's doing the best she can, and I'm really trying to remember that myself. And then I think, you know, she only, she doesn't come that often, but she was at least able to make the trip. And so I just need to be thankful for who she is and that she's in the children's lives. You know, my parents, they're, they're perfectly capable. Um, they, you know, they can come whenever they want, mm -hmm. but they don't. And so it's kind of, it's kind of like she's doing the best she can. So I have to, you know, forgive that and just, you know, just always be around. Basically, it's kind of more work for me, but at least she makes the effort. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, my parents, they, they kind of try to make the effort, but I know that they could be more around more if they they wanted to be. They made more of the effort, so it's kind of that thing. Um, are they are they are they giving so yeah. you, are they are they purposefully giving you more space, or are they are they uh, you know not interested? Um. Well, I come from a family, so there are six children in my family, and mm -hmm. all of my brothers have children around the same age. And so it's kind of, I almost feel like we're the ones that are, you know, six hours away from them. Mm -hmm. And they, um, they just, I don't know if they just have the space for it or the time, or they don't think about it. 
you know, just or that they're just set in their ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but my mom, that's, so that's my dad and my stepmom, and my mom, she's actually halfway across the world in Hawaii. Okay. And so when she does come over to, you know, the con- the continental U.S., she does mm-hmm. make it a point. She does stay a week with us. You know, so, um, gosh, I just think it's just a matter of everybody doing the best they can, even though it can be frustrating. <laughs> and, you know, grandparents especially, they don't always do what you would like them to do, or they can't always show up in the way you would like them to show up. They're, they're more out um, of control than the kids most of the time. In <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, the, the kids are 15 trying to act like they're they're 40, and the, the the grandparents are like 70 trying to act like they're 15, right? I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. you, you got the kids trying to trying to grow up quickly, and you've got the, the grandparents trying to run around as if as if they were half their age. Uh, well, that's my experience yeah, and it, anyway. And it's even, and it can be even more frustrating because like they don't get YouTube. At least mm-hmm. my family's like, my kids are like, oh, I want to watch this show, and my mm-hmm. my mother-in-law's like, well, I don't know how to play it, I don't know how to reset it, <laughs> I don't know how to work the TV, and I'm like, oh, I cannot be coming down here every ten minutes to reset YouTube. This is not uh-huh. gonna work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. I mean, dealing with the. Um dealing I, I have i've have more problems dealing with the older generation than i do with the younger generation because the younger generation have kind of kind of look up and have this respect for their parents or hopefully they do yeah and uh with the older generation it's like let, i'll give you a little story real story from yesterday right so my mother's uh, 75 years old she's not feeling too good at the moment so you know i, I said to her you know you know take it easy mom you know maybe you should stay in bed you know maybe you should you know stay stay wrapped up and you know you know drink your hot drinks and take it easy and she's like no everything's much better when i move around i need to get up i need to get everything circulating i need i need to i need to do things it makes me feel better and and i'm like okay okay and then like 10 15 minutes later she's like oh i'm just gonna jump in the car and pop out and get a few things i'm like oh just like slow down right slow down slow down and she said oh can i pick up anything for you and i said well where are you going and she said oh i'm going into the I'm going into the, you know this shop in town, and I said, oh, there's something in the shop next door. Could you pop in and you know, pick up some you know pencils and paper and stuff and things, things, things that we need? And she turned to me and she said, oh, well, you know, I don't really want to walk very far. what 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 one second one second you're telling me that that it's not good to stay in bed you need to get up and you need to get around and move as much as possible then the next second you're telling me you can't pop to the shop next door to the place where you're going because you don't want to go very far even though you have to get in your car and drive for 20 minutes to get to the place and i'm ah you know, I'm just—I'm like chewing on my fingers, right? I'm chewing on my fingers, going, "I just this is too much for my brain. This is too much for my so brain." So were you the one that had? So were you the one that had to do the walking then? <laughs> oh, I just, I just, I just, I just left it, right? I just, I just, I just, I just—you know—breathe, breathe deep, and find something else to focus on. Right, you just breathe deep, and you yeah. find something else to focus on, and you say, "Well, I'm here if you need me." Right, and you know, let 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 people do just just what they will. That's a line from a song. What song is that? It bugs me. Um, it bugs me when I've got a line from a song in my head, and I can't remember the song. 
George Michael, the album, George Michael Faith album. It's a song on the George Michael mm. album, Faith. Better people, better let them do just what they will, because they will. There we go. Anyway, sorry, that stuff pops into my head sometimes. So, um, yeah. What did well, you, but but, isn't, isn't breathing deep and, and shifting the focus, though, isn't that kind of the secret to life? Focus on something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just relax. <laughs> Move on to the next thing. That's Not it. We've, we, that's it. We've solved all the problems. That's it. Right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. What, what, what do we do? Breathe deep and focus on something else. That's that's it. That's it. That that's it. That's what you do, isn't it? I mean, you um, you you keep your attention focused on things that you can control, and the things that you can control, you just you just let it be, right? You know, you hold on to what you can hold on to, and let the storms pass, and uh, and then generally everything will be fine, uh, hopefully, in that sense. So tell me a little bit about your kids. Are you still there? Um, oh, you're still there. Sure, okay. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so, well, can I, I'd like to introduce myself, actually, and then oh, go my children. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, let's do that. Okay. So um, give us give us a little bit of your um, personal information. You can, you can put out your, your name and where you are and your podcast and anything else that's relevant. Yeah, you know, just put it sure. out there for people. So, so my name is Kelly Amaday, and right now I'm living in um, mid-America, um, mm -hmm. Iowa, the state of Iowa, mm -hmm. and um, let's see, I'm a mother of three, soon to be four, uh, I work at home slash stay at home, um, I've been an energy healer, I, I haven't always like worked as an energy healer, but I'm an, I'm an energy healer, it's like my life's work, my life's passion, um, mm -hmm. for the past 20 years, I've been doing it since my teens, actually, mm -hmm. wow. um, when I discovered it, um, and then, and then I, re just recently, um, I became an audiobook narrator, so I'm helping to do that. And then I also, kind of for the fun of it, also my life's work, um, I help do ministry, um, like life coaching slash ministry at the Unitarian Church here. Wow. Um, and so I have three children, um, an eight-year-old boy, a three-year-old boy, and a one-and-a-half-year-old girl. And our next baby is due, I believe, in March. Um, and I am working on a podcast with a friend of mine. Um, it's it's going to be kind of a parenting slash life coaching slash you know tidbits about life and kind of kind of what we're chewing on here. And so far, the name of it we we're going to be calling it uh, Baby Steps: The Potty Mouth Parenting Show. So a place for parents to kind of come and learn how to be parents, learn how to be people. We recognize that, hey, it's, we, we don't have it all down. We don't have it all figured out. And maybe we'll learn a little bit about something about life in the process. And so I'm hoping it'll be, I mean, it's primarily for parents, but it really if anybody, you know, feels inspired or gets something out of it, really for anybody, and, um, and just having a lot of fun with it. So. Yeah. Um, I, over the summer, I started doing comedy. I started doing stand-up, and my very first um, after my very first time, I had several comedians here from the local scene come and tell me um, 
hey, come back, come do this again. You know, you're pretty good at this. We almost don't like you because you're too good at this your very first mm -hmm. time. And I would have, I'd love to, but, you know, as a parent, I can't go out to the bar every single yeah. week and do stand-up <laughs> as much as I would like to. So I'm hoping to be able to channel some of that energy mm -hmm. into the podcast. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It, it, it sounds like a great idea. And, um, you know, parenting is such a key role in life it's such a key key issue it's such a big topic that it almost encompasses everything in fact it's probably one of those things that that brings the entire world together because everybody has experienced it to to some extent um either either as being a parent or as you know as being a child growing up right we yeah, all have something I, you to know, share I just... I discovered that firsthand when we had our first baby, when um, I, I saw how, you know, the, the expectation of the new baby and the baby showers and all that, it brought, like, extended family, people that, like, you know, we hadn't really ever been close to together in a way that I hadn't felt before, like, even more so than our wedding. And then after the arrival of the new baby, it's like people take on a whole nother dimension a whole nother level relationship to you and your family it's like um mm -hmm. you know like i feel like my relationship to my in-law you know either my in-laws but that's changed you know like my relationship to my aunt to my sister-in-laws and my brother-in-laws like it's gotten even deeper because we sh we now share nephews and cousins that we're all looking after so absolutely like it um it was really transforming transforming in a way and taking us to the next level oh yeah it's uh, yeah yeah absolutely because you have to you have to raise your game at, at that point in time you yeah. have to go to the next level there's no choice you can't after having a child or children you can't live the same way as you lived before you are no longer um an independent spirit you know uh in in that sense you you've got dependence you've got people who need you and very often their needs will come before yours and you know it's key it's key to focus it, it's key to focus on that so um that's pretty cool so it, it's going it's soon going to be four and four kids in the family and uh that's going that that's going to be even more work for the family. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? That, that's going to be it's even more funny. Work. My, um, my oldest keeps saying, oh, it'll be twins. It'll be twins. Well, coincidentally, I have the twin gene. My mom had twins with her last <laughs> two babies. Wow. Um, and I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> so five. Could be five. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, well, but you know, the, the way I see it, the more the merrier, <laughs> in, in in that context, right? Yeah. Um, so it's also there's also this this kind of selfish element to it, which is that by having more children, you are in fact preparing for your own future to a certain extent, and and by that I mean distant future. Yeah, because we all have to realize that one day we're going to be old. And when we're old, we're not going to be able to do everything that we want to do 
uh, ourselves and for ourselves. We're going to be much more dependent upon the other people around about us. And we're going to need our children's help at that point in time. And uh, and when I I, th I think that a lot of people don't don't think about this. A lot of people a lot of people are not thinking about the long term future vision, which which is which is the fact that that if you have, for example, only only one child, there's a higher probability that child will be further away from you and it'll be difficult for them to help because in the modern world, everybody travels, everybody moves away, everybody goes somewhere else to, to a certain extent. For example, where I'm from originally in the Highlands of Scotland, everybody that I grew up with left everyone left <laughs> like like the, the whole year of, of, of students left <laughs> right and nobody came back and uh, and so if you have more children what you are doing is creating a higher probability that in the future you will have some support underneath you which is really important for family structure that's my perspective anyway um, you can tell me what Ab you think absolutely well, absolutely, and um, actually, my family is an example of that. Um, mm -hmm. My, like I said, like there were six children in my family, and my dad's family had seven children in his. And um, we're, I'm originally from this tiny town in mm -hmm. South Dakota, mm -hmm. um, which is this, which is a state like north and west of us. And they established a family dealership there, a family car dealership there that's been in existence for 50 years that wow. my grandfather with his father established and set up and it's just mm -hmm. grown. So my dad took it over and now he's handing it down to my brothers and it actually expanded. And now it's in not only a Chrysler dealership but a Ford dealership as well. And so we, you know, we've always kind of had that standing in the community, that impact in the community and the state and um, and it's solid. I mean, they like my five brothers mm -hmm. live in Chamberlain now, and two of them are helping to run it. And you know, we all have. Let's see. I think there's thirteen grand, thirteen kids between my brothers and I have so wow. far. No more than that. And so, and then my other brother, um, he, him and his wife, they established a daycare. Uh -huh. So you know, we have like this whole family. Um, these family businesses, and then I have a cousin who who does carpentry work and he helps build houses and things like that. So, mm -hmm. so we, they kind of, you know the family kind of has been established and and we have that support system for each other there. Now I now I live six hours away and kind of like I was saying earlier with my dad, just being busy with the family mm -hmm. back home. Like it's something we've chosen, but I recognize that and now I see as my children and you know how you were saying like you know we don't think of it long term and I kind of wonder you know part of the energy work and the life coaching that I do centers around uh, people reconnecting with that divine aspect of themselves that mm -hmm. aspect of themselves that's God and so I really wonder if these quote oops babies or these accident babies that would happen when people are young and not planning it are God's way of setting this person up setting the mother and the father up mm -hmm. for the future but they don't realize it, you know, in the moment because of lack of planning. But being able to step into that awareness, that divine awareness, and kind of the longer term that you were saying um, can help bring peace, I think, for many people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all part of the intelligent, perfect design of things where... Yeah. We, we don't realize what's going on and until we fully connect with 
with something in the world around, around about us you know we we don't realize what's going on i mean it, the, the 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 seasons pass everybody by sometimes without even really being acknowledged because people are so self-absorbed in whatever it, it is that that they're doing in in their life and very often they don't have you know a bigger picture of things and to understand the bigger picture you've got to you've got to look at the world around about you you've got to have some kind of connection with it you've got to realize the importance of of the elements you, you've you've got to learn everything you're not taught in school you know when they say sit down at this desk and open this book and read page 53 and answer these questions and there's only one correct answer for every question and and so it's such a narrow perspective on on everything there is to learn in the world and uh, you've really got to go and you know find an answer an answer to that yourself in the world and part of that is through connection either with uh, other people or or with a lot of people would say connecting with with nature connecting with yourself connecting with uh, some people would call it a spirit some people would call it an energy ah. There's a call going on in the background. Answer the phone. What's going on? <laughs> Everything okay? We just had our home line reestablished. We had it. We okay. took it down for a little bit, and we okay. just, And nobody has our new number, so it is robocallers that have been calling. We've gotten four calls this morning, and it's okay. all people trying to sell us stuff. So. Uh, you know, I would. Um, you know, it would be it would be great if there was some kind of system where you could you could reach down through the phone and strangle the shit out of some people um but maybe, maybe but maybe that maybe that's not a good idea look, um look i i ran a business um out in uh, central europe for 15 years in slovakia and uh i i st- because of this and the work that I did and the number of calls that I got from people, I decided one day that I was never going to answer my phone again, ever. And um, I decided that this was going to be the productive solution to me focusing on what I need to focus on to get the shit done that I need to get done in my life. And I didn't need any distractions. And so for most of the last 15 years, um, I have not answered any phone, ever. In the in the last fifteen years, with with one or two tiny ex, uh, exceptions of, um, I'm going to be, someone's going to be in the the supermarket and you know needs something to pick up or there's some kind of emergency yeah. or you rush the kids to the hospital because you think there's some kind of problem or something you know there's always some some obvious exception to it but uh, the quality of my life has grandly improved since I decided not to answer my phone for the very simple reason that people want things from me and if you want something from me and you don't have the time to sit down and write an email or write me a short message about it or respect the fact that I might be fucking busy when you need something then um, then that's that so um, I, I didn't have a land, landline and now that I'm visiting my, my parents and they have this landline in their house and 50 per, more than 50% of the calls are, you know, what you described as robocalls are people phoning yeah. you to sell you stuff. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy in my opinion. It's crazy to, to, um, to have someone you don't know interrupting and disrupting your day 
the nerve of somebody that I don't know coming into my world and trying to sell me some piece of I don't know what that I don't need is unbelievable in my book. I have no place in my life for things like that. And I, I don't know how other people can put up with it. I don't know how other people can put up with um, answering these 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 calls. Even when I had an, I had an office that was near near the center of town and people would come in like, oh, they, they'd know their business was there. They'd come and knock on the door or sometimes they'd just walk into the office and try to sell stuff. And I would just, you know, I'd be like, can't you see, I'm, I've got an office here, I'm working, I'm busy, can't you, can't you respect the fact I'm doing something? And it got down to, it got down to the stage where people would come in and I would say, you've got 10 seconds. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, if you've got something to sell, you've now got five seconds. And I'd count down five, four, three, two, one. And I'd say, bye bye. And they turn around and walk away. That was my way of dealing with it. But I, I don't know how people can deal with that stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. What's your perspective? How do you deal with that? Do you, do you is it just something that's normal? Is, is it okay? That would bother me. Well, it was really nice not having a home line. Um, but we got one because I wasn't ready to get my eight-year-old a cell. Well, we got a re really good deal on it, actually, with our internet and our cable. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I also like when, in case we have babysitters that come and don't have their own cell phone, which okay. is kind of, um, which, you know, which is really rare, but, you know, it, it can happen. And then um, every once in a while when we run to the store, something my eight-year-old just doesn't want to come. And right now a cell phone would just be too much for him um, mm -hmm. to, like, keep track of. So, so that's why we got it primarily. But um, as far as the other annoying stuff, I don't know. Like, there's supposed to be this, this do not call list here in the States. And it, I, I don't know if it works. Wait, 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 wait. Obviously, <laughs> obviously it doesn't work at all if people are calling you. Well, well, but we have, I mean, this was just established yesterday, so I haven't oh, put our okay. phone number okay. on it yet. Um, okay. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, but like, but we have used it before and I swear it didn't, I mean, it works for like, a week. <laughs> it didn't. I don't know if they've improved in since then because it's been a couple of years ago. And I just saw on Google actually that somebody who helped create the robocaller or something just was fined like multi millions of dollars. So I am surprised. Like, sorry, wait, 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 one second. When, when you, when sorry, sorry, when you say robocaller, like, do you mean that it's a person or a machine? I, I, it's a machine that goes around and calls numbers. It's and a machine. It's not even a person. Where you, not, yeah, it's where not you even a person. What? And you, and nothing set, and nothing like nothing. Like you answer, and there's nobody there, and it either hangs up or like you hear in the machine's voice. Like I get recordings all the time, what? and it's what? really bad. Like during during political campaigns, like uh, my husband's a truck driver, and since he's a truck driver, they automatically assume that he's a Trump supporter. So we get all these phone calls <laughs> from. Trump about how you know Trump's going to be in Des Moines and mm -hmm. you know go out and vote for the Republican senator that's running mm -hmm. and come down to this rally and do this mm -hmm. and do that and, you know and it's like and it's a recording somebody like speaking an entire paragraph through the phone on a recording. My God, so, how is that not illegal? <laughs> how is that not completely illegal? Well, and I you know and it's like okay I can put my number on the do not call list. 
but then the Republican Party can bypass that and still send me calls with recordings. Um, yeah, oh my god! I don't... <laughs> well, I, you know, I, it's bad enough when a person calls you. And here, here's the other thing: I don't know anybody. I've never in my life met anybody who bought anything through a cold call, or who, or whoever was able to sell anything through a cold call. Right. So I don't I don't I yeah. mean, if you've, you must have it must be like a 0.001 percent success rate, which is, you know, which backwards in terms of how how to run a business. But um, and, and if yeah. you do, if you do sell something, you're probably taking advantage of the person anyway, which is not not a good thing. But the fact that it's a robot or a machine that calls you to deliver you a message um that's, that's oh my god that that's a that's a new level of of digital harassment right i mean that's yeah. that that that's out of order and the fact that a political party think that you would vote for them because they 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 told a they programmed a robot to call you i mean the is that backwards thinking or what Right, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah. I'm so happy this robot called me to remind me that I have to go and vote for someone that I don't know and some kind of election that I probably can't control and somebody who's not gonna to listen to me anyway whenever they get wherever they want to get. I mean, ah, madness. <laughs> this is what it is. It is absolute madness. So, a landline. I, I, I am not getting a, a landline ever, ever. And my, my, my phone is set to voicemail automatically so if somebody calls me they get a polite voice message saying i'm very sorry i can't come to the phone right now i'm busy if you have an urgent problem please send me a text message and i'll get back to you at the very next opportunity and this message has been in my phone for oh i don't know five to ten years and you know what i have received zero text messages right <laughs> now you can say from a business perspective oh you maybe you're losing clients or whatever you know, if the person is that desperate that they don't have, that they need to contact me urgently and they don't have time to spend 30 seconds writing a coherent message to me, then they don't really want my services, in my opinion. Right. Right. And, and how can I, because I work in, in doing coaching as well. So it's like, how can I help someone that doesn't have the cognitive ability to follow simple instructions anyway? To, to get something that right. they need, which is very simple. And um, I've even had people annoyed at me. So you, I called you and you didn't answer your phone. It's like, well, did you get the answer phone? Yes, I got the answer phone. Did you follow the instructions? Why should I follow the instructions? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and, and at the end of the day, it, I'm like, but it's you that wanted something. <laughs> you, you wanted yeah. something from me. <laughs> And you're angry with me that I didn't pick up my phone even though I left for you perfect instructions about how to contact me. Uh, did, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if society is going forwards or backwards sometimes, right? You gotta, you have to wonder about some situations. But, um, you know, I get what you said. You made a point about your... Um, uh, your your eight-year-old and a mobile phone, and you know, should an eight-year-old kind of have that technology? I know that um, <clears throat> if my if I give my eight-year-old a mobile phone, 
within 48 hours he would misplace it or you know the right he'd, he'd right. mistake he'd see if it flies like a frisbee you know um, does it skip and skim across the water like a stone because it's all shiny and flat or it's you know it, yeah. it, it, it would be explored in the wrong way you know and he, he would stress test it for sure yeah, yeah. We've gone through three tablets already oh, yeah. with him since he's been sick, and it's like, uh, I'm just not ready to give you a phone yet. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, they're Nerf guns. I mean, they have their Nerf guns for like a mm -hmm. week, and they're destroyed. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like, I, uh, yeah, I'm just not. Well, know. I thought we got we got around this. I thought by we 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 got a, a little digital watch that has like a phone in it. So that he could wear a watch oh. that actually had the phone in the watch, so that he could make calls. What from are those it. called? Robies? Are those called Robies or something? Or um, I'm I'm not aware of any you? name. We just we we just bought it on some. It was some I don't know, with cheap Chinese import into Europe, and you know it's like okay, we'll we'll get one of those, and maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. And so we wanted to test it to see if it, if it was a good idea, and it was great until he took off his watch. And couldn't remember where he put it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's like, well, you go, okay, take it off at night and then put it on when you wake up in the morning. And then he'd forget to put it on in the morning. And it was like, well, that was a good idea, but that didn't work. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so never mind it. So until they get the tracker chips fitted into the clothing or whatever other weird technology they're going to come up with in the future, um, the, the, the the kids are just kind of going to be running around. But, hey, it's childhood, so, you know, there should be that element of freedom and, and everything there. Eventually, there will come a time when, you know, they're able to handle having the phone, maybe at age 12, 13, maybe something around then will be cool. Or maybe by that, that point in time, the technology will change. Maybe we won't even have phones. Maybe it'll be something different. Maybe it'll all be so small that, that it'll be like be like now like i've got this remote headset and i'm walking around this room as we're talking and you're on you're on another continent and your voice is in my head and maybe it'll be something like that right so um who knows where that's all going in the future you mentioned something about uh, being involved with with unschooling in the past before yeah in connecting, connecting yeah with education um... You wanted... um, when, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you if you could, uh, you know, talk a little bit about a little, little bit more about that and, uh, you know, your perspective on education, maybe. Sure. Um, well, I was mostly into it about five years ago when my son, who's now eight, um, was entering into preschool. Mm -hmm. um, so three, four age. And from the time, so he was really um, late in speaking. Um, he, um, I wasn't sure if, let's just say that he, he marches to the beat of his own drum. And at the time, I wasn't sure mm -hmm. if traditional schooling here would have been the best option for him. And so I looked into unschooling, and I learned a lot about it. Um, I ultimately decided that yes, we're going to try school. Um, he, his, I felt like his needs were just more than I could, I could deal with at home. Um, you know, and the whole idea of unschooling is, you know, you let the child just set their own curriculum. You let him kind of develop 
in their own pace and in their own way, which in a lot of ways I felt he needed. He needed the time and the space to do that. But at the same time, I don't know if I just... I mean, there was a combination of things where I wanted to expose him to more than what I was able to. Um, I wasn't sure, like I said, I didn't want the responsibility to fall on me um, to, to ensure that all this was happening. And I think, like, my ability to really trust in the development of a child, like, I mean, I can do it, I could do it, but not to the extent that he would have needed for me to have not put him in public school. And so um, I ended up... Um, actually being a guest speaker on a telesummit, um, an unschooling telesummit, where I just I, I talked about that, how I was kind of interested, but, you know, I just wasn't sure about my own children. Uh, but I see how it's valuable. You know, I know in some countries, I think it's Germany, where it's completely illegal to even homeschool, um, where there's value in having the choice to be able to do that. Now, I don't know here in the U.S. if how it's regulated, because... There's a lot of stuff that's moved from, like, the physical school to doing school online, like online public school. Um, so I, right now I don't know how regulated it is, like, between states and things like that. Um, but I do know parents who just do it. And so fast forward now, my son, he's, he's eight. Um, he's in the public school. He's on what's called an IEP, an individual education plan, where he gets individualized attention and, like, say if I need, like, certain things, like his tests, he's, he's behind in reading right now, mm -hmm. um, about two grades behind in reading. And so, you know, we have it in his IEPs that any test that he takes, he gets more time, he get, he can, they, it can be read to him. Um, and so, but, you know, a lot of it here is so regulated, like standardized testing is so regulated here, and all the kids kids are on these graphs, and, and so, you know, it's so regimented to teach a certain way and to measure children's intelligence in a certain way, and so I think that's why there's the backlash of mm -hmm. homeschooling, unschooling, online schooling to, like, make way um, within the rigidness here of the system, and so I think unschooling is very good. I think, um, you know, my frustration with public school, and I get why it is, I get why it is the way it is, um, where they have to teach a certain way, where they have to be structured. You know, I feel like my son and probably a lot of other children just need more time to develop. And another thing about that, like, I like how school um, almost immerses them in all kinds of different things and opportunities, but for some children who can't assess them or assimilate them or, like, integrate them at the pace that school, you know, throws it at them, um, uh, you know, he, I don't know, we're, right now he's in it, it's okay, it's fine, you know, I'm, I'm prepared that if something needs to happen or change that, you know, that I, I can do that, but until... Until he needs more help or until his environment needs to change, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting the the legal elements of the the schooling because I, I looked into it and the world the world has um, two hundred countries, um, you know, plus or minus two or three. It sort of changes every year. Um, of those two hundred countries, only fifteen allow homeschooling. Yeah. Only 15. Wow. And so what that is, is that's less than 7%, right? 
right? When you look at it from that perspective. In 93% of the territories of the planet, 93% of, of the world, it is not legal to homeschool or unschool. And when you look at it from that perspective, it's quite amazing, yeah? So if you are from a country that allows it, for example, uh, Britain or the United States, you are the minority, right? You are the minority because the trend in the rest of the world is to absolutely forbid it, to, to make it a criminal offense. And as you pointed out in places wow. like Germany, if you actually homeschool your own kids, they put the parents in prison for that. Um, so that, that is quite frightening. Um, uh, when I lived out in Slovakia, um, we, we homeschool, homeschooled our, our children and we had to jump through a lot of legal hoops to, uh, to do that there. But that, that was possible. And it's really interesting um, that the, the laws and rules in Scotland, where I am right now, state that all children, and this is, this is great, all children must have an education stop. That's it. All children must have an education. That is the law. There is absolutely nothing written about schools in the law. And I find that wow. fasc I find that fascinating, because to define to, to define so openly the difference between school and education is right. is is amazing. To make that definition, to realize that education is completely different from school um, is quite amazing. And to realize that those countries that are advanced enough to allow parents to educate their own children are in such a minority and getting smaller, not larger, but smaller. Because I know within England and with, within the, um, within Scotland and within the United States, there are each year more and more regulations that make it more and more complicated for parents to take control of their children's education if they want to. That is because, you know, for in, in many situations, putting your child in a state school is the best way to give them an opportunity in many situations, but not in all situations. And you also mentioned freedom as well. And it's, it's really important to have freedom in education. And for me, freedom is the ability to say no to something if you don't like it, if you don't want it. If, um, say, you belong to a certain religion, for example, and, and it's not the same religion as, I don't know, where the kids go to school. Yeah, I think you have a right to, you know, to choose your, your own religion for your children. I think you have the right to say no if you don't want them to take specific classes. Um, and there's, there's, there's so much regulation against the right to say no. It, it's kind of frightening, really. So um, yeah. the awareness that's uh, that's necessary. Where awareness needs to be heightened in society about options such as uh, homeschooling or unschooling. To the point where I work. In, I've worked in directly in education all my life, but uh, specifically within major forms of, of, of state and company regulated education. I worked in that for uh, 15 years and I didn't hear 
about homeschooling until I was 30. I was 30 years old before I heard the word homeschool. Can you believe that? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, I was 30 years so, old. Um, he, I have a friend, her son, he's, an, he's, he's turning 18 this year, mm -hmm. but um, when he was around five, six, seven, he started having problems in school and the um, uh, she's a childhood friend of mine, and so she ended up calling me when this happened, and we lost touch for about 10 years. But at, when he, um, they, the school actually pressured her into taking him into counseling, and then as he got older, into like fifth, sixth, um, fifth, fifth sixth grade, um, they, she couldn't hold them off anymore. They wanted him on medication. And never once did she hear the option of homeschooling. And in, in our conversations, I said, no, you should look into homeschooling. You should really look into homeschooling if you don't want to medicate him. And she asked the school, like, well, you know, what do you think about homeschooling? And she was basically told, well, don't do it. Nobody does it. You'll, you know, he'll be a social outcast. And it wasn't until a year later after he'd been on meds for at least three, four years that she came to find out that the homeschooling community in her town is huge and that there would have been a lot of support for it. And she, she, to this day, she blames the school about how mm -hmm. she wasn't supported. They didn't give her the option. You know, and now her child, he's been on meds his entire childhood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's coming out into the real world, and, you know, there's concern for him. You know, and there's generations, there's a whole generation of kids like that. Okay, um, that. Yeah, so that, that's really crazy. And that's also a... You know, what you're basically saying is the school lied to her, right? Because it's yeah. a lie by omission. It's by, by not including all of the options that are actually available. You're, you're lying to somebody. And that's, you know, the, the, you're trusting these people to educate your children and they are lying to you. They pay you back with lies. That, 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 that's a frightening scenario. On, on, and that's the first point. The second point is that um, is who in their right mind really wants to medicate children when you know children are, with the exception of extreme forms of illness. Yeah, um, who in their right mind wants to medicate children because children are constantly changing. They're going through developmental phrases, phases. They're 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 growing at different rates. Um, you know, they're they're experiencing this this the physical and mental growth, all of these changes going on. Of course, they're going to be confused, and then they're thrown into a school system where they're, you know, they're 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 treated like a tennis ball basically, and you know, knocked about between all these classrooms, and um, and so of of course they're 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 going to be um, a little bit. You know, disorientated no. by by that as well. You know, waking up early to get to school and uh, um, the stress involved. I've been thinking about that recently, actually, because we 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 homeschool our we homeschool our children. I don't talk about it mm -hmm. a lot, but but we do it. And um, one of the things that I'm really, really, really aware of is that is that. Is, is, is first of all, contact time with your children is really important. And the less time you have, the more important it is. 
and think about the first part of the day, and I'm sure you've experienced this, like the like the Monday to Friday classic situation in the morning, get the kids up, you know, get them out, get them going to school, you either drive them to school or put them on a school bus or, you know, whatever system is, is it, or maybe they walk to school, whatever system is there. But, you know, show me a household where the morning is not stressful because everyone's stressed and everyone's running around and everyone's trying to get things done and everyone's got like time limits and very few people get up early enough to give themselves time in the morning and you know most people hit the snooze button go back to sleep for another 15 minutes because sleep is good right so um i this this morning time is so stressful and people forget how how that affects the kids because if you, you you know yourself like if you're working in energies and healing how you start your day is really important yeah right? Right. You yeah. want to start your day with the right mindset. You want to start your day in the right way, whether it's you do your exercise or meditation or some other form of whatever makes you feel good in the morning. So, you know, you've got to get your mindset right the right way from the moment you get up in the morning. The average person from the average family, the first half an hour of their day is complete insanity. Right. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if, if husband's working, wife's working. Kids have to go to school. Uh, you know, you, you know, you, the, you know, it's the same. It's it's the scene from every TV show and you know film where where it's just madness in the morning and everybody's rushing to get everything everything done. And this this that's so wrong. That's just just the wrong way yeah. to start the day if you want to have any kind of um, productive approach or you know get in, get anything done. And with the homeschooling that we're doing. Um, my children can get up when they want, which means sometimes they'll get up at seven and sometimes they'll get up at, at nine, right? And sometimes they get up earlier at seven, sometimes later than nine, but there's not a specific time set unless we have some specific activity planned. And that means that they can get up and be themselves and not be kind of punched in the face by the morning, which is... <laughs> Which is which is what happens to the average person in in the panic that they have to get to work or get to school or get to wherever they need to be, and that makes such a big difference to how the children act and react through the rest of the day, because they've got that bit of time for themselves to orientate themselves, to get themselves set up for the day, and that's just one of the little keys that I think is really important in in the homeschooling or unschooling environment, that time, the little bit extra time that you can take for yourself in the morning is really, really, really important. So, um, yeah, the state schools have their way of doing things. And, you know, like, like I just said, I didn't hear about homeschooling as an option. I didn't even know it existed until I was 30 years old. And... Okay, what does that mean? I mean, that, that, that kind of suggests to me that somebody was hiding it from me, because how is it possible I can live 30 years of life and not even know that this option exists, never have seen a TV program about it, never heard about it from somebody else. And I worked in education, <laughs> right? I worked yeah. in education. I, I didn't know. And, and then when I found out about it, it seemed like such a natural option to me that I was so confused as to why nobody would, would talk about it or suggest it. It's just so bizarre. And anyway, I think it's important to think that, to remember that, that, that it's, 
it, there are so few places in the world where you can actually do it that where you have the opportunity to do it you you have to preserve it and, and, and embrace it you know and realize that it's it's maybe a lot of people will talk negatively about it but that's probably because they don't understand it enough from that perspective so um and how's um what are your plans for education for your kids do you have a plan are they going to go to uh uh are they going to go to state state school is it going to be uh are you going to have more control over it you said your son's got that individual program the individual plan which which i think is good as well um to have to have that as well do you have a a an idea or a plan yet or are you going to deal with that in the future do you have, do you have a vision for that um, I don't. I just want to see whatever the best option is. So as long as things continue to work, um, we'll just keep it how it is until until they don't work anymore, and then we'll adjust. Um, uh, my little ones. So my four, three-year-old just entered a preschool, and um, I, I was going to kind of hold him back a year before doing that, but he was so excited to start. So when we dropped Kai off, he'd always talk about wanting to go to school and I want to go to school and I want to start school. And um, and he was actually the opposite of my oldest. He started talking at like six to 18 months um, and in, in sentences. And so he's been telling us for a while that he wants to go to school. So now he's in preschool and um, my youngest, I, I don't know. She'll just have to give me cues. I'm, I feel really blessed that I'm able to, to some extent, honor that. I think like the whole, like I, I don't think homeschooling is for everybody or unschooling for that matter. I think the parents need to have some kind of stability and resources themselves to be able to really do that adequately. And I think that if I needed to do it or if that's what it would be best for them, then we could move in that direction. In fact, I think it'd be really fun. Um, I'd love to travel, you know, just mm -hmm. like take my kids out of school and just travel all over the place, all over the world, and just show them what the world is like. Um, but not now, when when the time is right. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can I can understand yeah. that perfectly. I mean, one of the one of the things that I like, and I work from home. Um, and I, my business is online, so I can I can work from from anywhere. But one of one of the things I like is that I get to be with my children during the day. I get to experience the day with them. It's not just the weekend or the rush of things or at yeah. the end of the day when when people are tired after after a long day or whatever so i actually get to experience the day with my kids which means like uh you know for example yesterday at lunchtime i took the kids to the beach and you know we we talked and we played and we we did things there and um i really value that time i really value that 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 time because all parents know kids grow up so quickly that it's you know you, you snap your fingers and maybe they're gone right because <laughs> because yeah. uh i don't i don't i don't know what happens to the clock when you have kids but the hours you know there suddenly <laughs> seems to be like I, i'm sure there were 24 hours in the day before i had kids but after having kids it seems like about three right <laughs> 
I know, right? <laughs> by, by the time you've sorted the things that they need out, by the time you've got the, the you know, if you've helped them with food and clothes and, and, and any other things that are going on, by the time you've sorted out activities for them and, and you, you, you've arranged, I don't know, whatever it is you need to do and play dates with people and going places and, you know, half the things related to entertainment, you know, are about what the kids need. So you, your focus is on on that a lot of the time so um you know as, as we started off the conversation talking about uh you know it's a full-time it, it's a full-time occupation doing that and it's as important or even very often more important than than any other job out there because you know you're bringing up the next generation you know, one day we'll be too old to do what it is that we do and we're going to hand it over to them and and hopefully we're going to hand over something which is like better than what we got. And, you know, they're going to take it and improve, improve it and make it even better as well. And that would be a cool thing to see in the future. So um, you talked earlier about your plans with... Um, with, with with podcasting have you done any shows yet or are you just putting the plans together for for what it is that you want to do we are just putting plans together um we keep saying we're going to do it tomorrow or the next, but we haven't yet so oh. hopefully not next week but the week after we just start in october for sure um Okay, that's, that's super kind of cool. Plan. Is there is there is there a website where people can get uh, more information about the the healing work and things that you do with that? Um, yeah, you can go to my website. It's just my name, calliamiday.com. Um, C A L L I E Amiday A M I D A Y dot com. Okay, that's cool. And do you and work? That's a, an, a little older website. Um, that was when I um, lived up in Minneapolis. And that was from four years ago. I haven't really updated. Um, I, you know, I can do stuff over the phone. Mostly, my, my, most of my stuff is done over the phone now. Oh wow! Um, but that website is from yeah, is from when I worked out of like a physical address, uh, like a mm -hmm. wellness center spot up there. Mm -hmm. so. so people don't need to be in the same physical space as you. No. So they no. can they can do it over Energy. the phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, energy is, you know, it's not confined by distance or time, um, and we're all energetic beings, everything in the universe is energy, so it's, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. In wow. fact, it's, it's almost better, yeah. I, um, I did one last week, actually. I, mm -hmm. um, I got a call from a former client of mine, and he referred uh, me to somebody, and he, and yeah, it was good. It was it was like you know they were like well. It's an amazing, it's it's an it's an amazing statement. Energy is not confined by distance or 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 time. I'm going to have to think about that a lot. I've never thought about that before. That's it's quite a, quite an amazing uh, realization. Um, it's amazing the number of things that are important that we don't actually think about. Wow. So do you work with individuals or, or groups? How, do, how does it work? Do people do does it one-to-one? -one? Hello? Have we lost connection? Oh, we lost connection. Let's see if we can reconnect. Reconnect. Do 
Do do do do do. We lost connection. Can I redial? Redial. There's the sound of a phone. There's. The <laughs> Hello. Are we back? <laughs> oh, we are back. I'm hearing a little static now, but. Okay. Nope, you're okay. back now. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, earlier in the conversation, there were a couple of silent moments. Can you still hear I, me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Is it okay? Okay. We okay? Um, it cut out a little bit, but I can still hear you. Okay. Okay. So I think we're still connected. We're still connected. Okay. 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 That's cool. That's cool. Um, so the, 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 the healing that you do, can it, can it go through the internet as well? Like can people call you through Facebook or Skype with you and it'll, it'll work in that sense as well? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's cool. It's, you know, the, if we can use the technology to bring us closer to people, especially people with gifts, maybe like you have through healing energy that can, that can, that can help, uh, that can help us. That's a good thing, I think. It's a good thing to be able to have those connections. It's a good thing to be able to to reach out to people as well. About the energies, is it is it a more female orientated thing than male orientated? Because I hear about a lot of women who have these abilities and are able to do that. So is it, it, it you know is it right to say that more women are involved in it, or is that not right at all? Because I don't. Really... I don't know. I I wonder if we just hear more about it, like in our advanced societies. But mm -hmm. I know, you know, like down in Brazil and like where I'm from originally in the Philippines, there's a lot of male healers. Okay. Um, we just don't hear about it, you know, and and mm -hmm. and they're in different countries. So, mm -hmm. but there's one um, that um, you know Wayne Dyer. He's a he was a like a motivational speaker here, pretty well known. Um, in in America. Anyway, he talked about how he went down to Brazil to see an energy healer. Um, I think his name was Saint. He goes by the name of John or something. Anyway, um, this I guess this healer... <laughs> John he in has, Brazil, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it's like John St. John or something like oh, okay, that. Okay. Something okay. church-oriented, but I'm not okay. sure. Um, where he has people travel like he has as 50,000 people see him every like week or so wow. um, and people come from all over the world so you know um, yeah it's just how we other people do it um, it's just what who's getting their name out and you know what we tend to come across basically uh -huh. wow wow and there's I've seen a lot of stories in the news recently about um, about there are about people who work in holistic medicine who have problems because the st states and governments don't like that or the big pharmaceutical companies don't like people working in those ways. I mean, have you had any experience with that? No, no, I haven't. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not I'm not prescribing anything. I'm not mm -hmm. diagnosing anything, I, you know, mm -hmm. um, so it's not been, I'm not telling people to not see their doctor. <laughs> I'm not okay, telling okay. people to get off meds, that uh -huh. kind of thing. So, no. Okay, so so how do you, because uh, I don't know anything about it. So maybe I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question. Maybe this is a stupid question. I don't know. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you judge the, the success of, of, of what you do? 
uh, when, when you're working? In well, people area? tell me. Okay. People tell me. I, I always ask their feedback. So I, <laughs> this might sound kind of weird, but I tell people the best time, one of the best times actually to come in and receive a healing is when you're not feeling good. Um, so that way you have a gauge as to how you felt before. So a lot of times if say somebody comes in with pain, I'll have them rate their pain on a scale of 0 to 10, and then when it's done, um, where is it on that scale of 0 to 10? And a lot of times I'll have people tell me in the session it's completely gone, wow. and it's been gone forever. It's been, wow. it's been years since I've seen you, and it's still gone. Um, I had one client um, he, years after I'd seen him, He's like, yeah, like, and I didn't know this before he came in to see me that he had gone to the doctor already several times and they didn't know what was going on with him and he was afraid he'd have to leave his job. Um, he was a construction worker and he was like, I don't, I don't do anything else. I don't know what to do. And he came in to see me as kind of a last resort and he said, it, gone, completely gone. So, and I, and I, and I didn't diagnose him. I didn't anything with him. I just did my thing and. He felt the results. Uh huh. So. Wow. Well, there's there's definitely so much that we don't know. There's definitely a lot more of the the human experience and the universal experience that needs to be explored, for sure. Um, we, we've only just, you know, maybe uncovered one percent of of how things work. I think. Um, and uh, maybe it'll be a long time before we we under, we understand more of it. But uh, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I know a lot of people who work in um, alternative medicine and people who are doing yoga and different kinds of yoga and meditation activities. And I haven't had a lot of experiences of that myself. But I I respect it because. Because you you have to respect the fact that people are different and there's different ways to do things, and and it's all important and different things will work for for different people. One of my clients actually recommended to me uh, two weeks ago that I spend um, I spend time in salt water, standing in salt water that that is good for, for my body. And what I've done a couple of times in the last two weeks is go down to the beach and take my shoes and socks off and stand in the water at the beach. And strangely enough, I felt better after I did it. I don't even know why. Mm -hmm. But I know that it worked. <laughs> I know that any negativity or bad feelings I had went away and that I felt better after doing this activity of just standing in the salt water. Of course, I looked like a bit of an idiot because this is the north of Scotland and it's absolutely freezing and uh, people don't do anything in the water. <laughs> but, but, uh, but maybe we do need to do that. Maybe we do need to reconnect. Maybe we have kind of lost something at some point in time through through history wow i don't know if there are any other topics that are on your mind or if there's anything else that, you, that you'd like to discuss today are we no, still there i think i'm good yeah i think i'm good for for today okay um, <laughs> for i'd like to come back again sometime though <laughs> if you ever need somebody <laughs> oh it's um we, um, I'm sure we we will be able to connect. And the, um, I think there are some people online that are very interested in the topic of parenting 
and talking about that and it might be nice to try to form uh a little a, a little group that can get together and talk about that i don't know how you feel about that idea oh i think that would be really fun actually mm-hmm. i'd love yeah. to explore something like that yeah it'd be good if, if people can get their time zones and everything organized together um, um that that will be cool and uh, that's an, that's a possibility in the future. There are lots of different things that are possible. Um, I think it's great to try and explore podcasting and, and leave this uh, audio record of uh, information for other people to, to, to pick up. And hopefully there'll be something useful for people that's, uh, uh, that's in what we've discussed. If people are interested in any more of my work, this is this conversation will go out on the Chatterbox podcast, which is all my co-host conversations. Things then get recycled round and about. It will appear on the YouTube channel, the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. And I'm preparing edits as well to put onto the Business Coaching Masterclass podcast, which has um, some episodes on, on parenting and life coaching there as well. And... Uh, I think communicating with people is how we learn, not just about them and their world, but about ourselves as well. And as long as we're able to communicate with each other, as long as these channels are open, we will always be able to grow and learn and share what we know. And, you know, hopefully we'll leave a little bit of a legacy behind for other people. I don't know what you think. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Hey, it's been fantastic chatting with you today. And what I'm going to do is, if you drop me, um, if you if you drop me an email address into the the chat, what I'll do is I'll take this audio and I will email it to you in the next uh, ten minutes. Okay, so you can uh, you can pick up the audio at your end and. Uh, let me know that you get it. Let me know that you get it. Okay. And whatever you want to do with it at your end, you can do with it. It's 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 yours. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. No, fun. Th- thank really you. Thank you too. I really appreciate it when people reach out across the internet and they, they're prepared to take this little risk. They're prepared to dive in and to discuss topics and uh, to share their experiences. I think it's, uh, it's not everybody that's, is is able to do that and uh, you know i really appreciate people who responded on the anchor forum and um i hope that you know we'll be able to keep in touch and uh you know take next steps if there's another conversation it'll be great if we can set up something about parenting that would be great um that i think it's good to look at things from a perspective of you know that there's no limits but the limits you set right Absolutely. All possibilities are possible. All possibilities are possible. Mm-hmm.